A quick note about this podcast. Information is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to include or constitute financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from an Australian Financial Services licensee before making any investment decisions. Please refer to ASX's full disclaimer with respect to this podcast on the section of the ASX website titled The Ideas Exchange by ASX. Welcome to the March edition of ASX's Market Activity Podcast. My name is Graham O'Brien and joining me once again is Jacinta King. Welcome, Jacinta. Thanks, Graham. Good to be back again. Jacinta, I thought we'd change it up a little this month. All we have been talking about lately is interest rates. We had a mega month of companies reporting their half-year results in February. But don't worry, I know you're about to start building your new house with a nice juicy mortgage to boot. So we won't forget about interest rates today. Oh, thanks for reminding me. And yes, interest rates are top of mind for me. And what's worse, I interviewed Vanguard's chief economist for the Americas. Now, he was wonderful to interview, Roger Ayaga Diaz. And uh, I've also attended a few events with economists speaking, and they share similar sentiments that rates will stay higher for longer. So, Graham, what about those company reports uh, in light of this? Uh, it was definitely a month of dispersion in February, thanks to some companies smashing market expectations while others disappointed and had their share price sold lower. Coupled with a bunch of takeover and merger announcements, it certainly was a month that kept market analysts busy. Of the top 200 companies to report earnings, 88 went down and 112 went up, making the reporting season a positive one, just. The market overall moved up or down depending on the companies that were reporting or new merger takeover announcements. Mid-month, the S&P ASX 200 index had fallen 200 points only to rally late and finish slightly ahead of January. We started the month at 7,681 points and finished the month up 18 points at 7,699 points, an all-time high. Jacinta, what about their sectors? How did they perform in February? Okay, well, resource and energy companies did it tough in February thanks to weaker commodity prices, but tech and retail beat market expectations and rallied hard. So tech was up 12.8%, consumer discretionary up 8.2%, AREIT up 4.5%, financials up 2.8%, small odds up 1.5%. Telcos were down 1.1%, consumer staples were down 1.2%, healthcare were down 2.7%, materials were down 5.4%, resources were down 6.6%, energy were down 6.8%. Thanks, Jacinta. Now, let's have a quick look at the individual stocks and see who were the winners and losers out of our top 200 companies in February. We'll look at the winners first, and the top stock in the 200 index was Levitza Holdings. They're up 44% thanks to an 18% rise in their first half revenue. Reliance Worldwide was up 31% after it purchased Holman Industries. WiseTech Global was up 31% thanks to a 32% rise in first half revenue. 
Altium Limited up 31% thanks to a $5.9 billion takeover bid by Renesis. And CSR was up 28%, also thanks this time to a $2.8 billion takeover bid by St. Gabain. We also had some losers during the month, and many of these were companies that missed market targets with their half-year profits. Strike Energy down 49%. Corp Travel Limited down 22%. Helios down 17%. Whitehaven Coal down 16%. And Neuron Pharmaceuticals down 16%. Now over to investment products. Jacinta, let's provide a rundown of the January that was for investment products. Thank you, Graham. So in January 2024, total assets under management of all ASX investment products increased from $438.56 billion to $448.47 billion. So month on month, exchange traded products were up 10.6% from $172.98 billion to 181.44 billion. M funds were up 0.2% from 1.41 billion to 1.416 billion. Licks and Lits were up 1.6% from 50.46 billion to 51.27 billion. AREITs were up 1.2% from 151.96 billion to 153.71 billion. And infrastructure funds were down 2% from 61.84 billion to 60.36 billion. Exchange traded product flows were 8.46 billion for the month of January and the asset class breakdown by percent to January saw Australian equities with 28%, global equities 46%, fixed income 14%, cash and other 12%. So we did see a small percentage come out of Aussie equities and cash and other assets and shift towards fixed income through January, Graham. Uh, In short, there were no new investment products in January, but definitely more products to announce next month. We still have over 325 funds quoted on ASX, so no slowdown in this space, and we offer ample funds from which investors can build a diversified portfolio, which is what I'm hearing from economists at the moment. So, Graham, over to you. I think um, there's some more action in the share market game. It's starting. Is that right? Yeah, thanks, Jacinta. There's actually only six sleeps to go until the share market game starts. I'm starting to get excited. There's been a host of market moves that we've just spoken about and lots of company reports that you and I are going to have to start reading up on. So we're ready for March 7. Remember, we're going to be up against each other to see how our portfolios perform. I think we'd better get cracking on that reading, Jacinta. Thank you, Graham. A good reminder. So that's our update for February on behalf of Graham and myself. We wish you all the best with your investments through March. Want to test market strategies? Sign up to participate in the ASX share market game and receive $50,000 in virtual cash to invest in a range of stocks and ETFs. Visit asx.com.au smg to register today.